Hey, we've got a really real deal onion toter guest today. We have none other than Frank Miniter, and it's just been too many years uh, since we've had Frank on the program. Uh, Frank, uh, we last had him uh, when he wrote the book, The Future of the Gun. I think that's been about four years ago, but he's written uh, Kill Big Brother. He's written The Ultimate Man's Survival Guide, uh, Recovering the Lost Art of Manhood. Uh, He's written This Will Make a Man of You, One Man's Search for Hemingway. And he's written Manhood in a Changing World. And uh, his latest book, folks, you got to get this book, spies in congress and uh just go to his website and just buy all of them i mean this this uh, frank welcome back to the program man how you doing hey thanks for having me back here hey it's fantastic and uh you know this is uh so on time and you know donald trump you know the ultimate uh in in presidential manhood you talk about an onion toter okay and (laughs) (laughs) and this is why they hate him you know the the weasels the weasels really hate real men. Of course, you know that. <laughs> oh, he tells it like it is, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's so much that has happened that, of course, we know the Democrats are not going to tell it. But, see, what galls me, Frank, is that when the Republicans don't do it, you know? And it's like that oh, the thing I've been saying for years and years, that the alligator gets loose in the zoo and he bites someone. Do you get mad at the alligator or do you get mad at the zookeeper, you know? (laughs) And the Republicans are the zookeepers. And, you know, and and you're writing about the the Awan spy case uh, who worked for Debbie Wasserman Schultz, okay, the the money trail, all of the deceit. And you write why even Republicans won't talk about it. We know why Democrats won't talk about it, but, you know, share real quick, you know, what this was all about. Yeah, this, this drove me crazy as you're speaking about with Republicans, because when I approached them to ask how this spy ring was allowed to exist for about a decade in the halls of Congress and how uh, the Department of Justice was allowed to cover it up in the end, and I would sit down with the Republican leadership when they would sit down with me, um, and they would say, look, we don't, don't think this is a big deal. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want anything to do uh, with it. Um, and it, it just would bother me, and I would talk to their staffers and a lot of off-the-record conversations, and they would say, look, we just don't want to put attention on this because um, what this does then is it'll, it'll cause the public then to, to look at Congress and look at uh, what's really going on, how offices are, are working, how they're staffed, how, they're, how they uh, uh, hire contractors and so on, as, as this whole team of contractors um, that became aspiring um, actually got in the door without background checks done on them, mm-hmm. um, all these members from, from Pakistan. Um, there's, just, there's so much there and so much that could come out. I mean, one example that would often come up um, was the, the, the fund, the, the, the slush fund that was used by some members of Congress to pay off people who accused him of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You know, would, would more of that kind of thing come out um, if uh, the investigation was really allowed to go forward into these 44 Democrats who'd hired Imran Awan and his team? Mm-hmm. Now, how many Republicans hired this spy? None. Zero. See, now this is the thing that gets me about these goofball Republicans, okay? I, I, I'm telling you, Frank, Senator, Republican Senator Stupid and Republican Governor Goofball, they never miss an opportunity to hit a, 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 a slow softball down the middle of the plate. They never miss an opportunity to knock it out of the park. I mean, you know, Scalise gets shot. And what does uh, Goofball Boy Scout Ryan say? Oh, all of Congress is under attack. 
you know, the man asked, are these Republicans or Democrats before he pulled his gun out? And so here you got 44 Democrats use these Middle Eastern spies and zero Republicans. And the Republicans are saying this is going to bring too much light on Congress. It's going to bring light on Democrats. Am I overstating it? Oh, no, they, they didn't get this at all. There are about a, a half dozen Republicans, Freedom Caucus guys, uh, basically, uh, who are very loud about it, would talk about it, um, did interviews with me on it, um, and they were great. But they, they established Republicans, including Ryan, who he's running it, of course, uh, would not touch this case for anything. And it, just, it, it baffled me because this was just a, a way to go right after them and a way to reform mm-hmm. Congress in a very important way, and they just will not do it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so unfortunate. And then you have the uh, the Chinese spy, okay, uh, with um, uh, what's the name out in California? Yeah, it was, it was Dianne Feinstein. Feinstein, yeah, right. Yeah, and, well, there's been a lot more than that. There was a recent person called Doxing, but most people don't know that know what that is. But it was an intern who just walked into a Senate office, who, who, a former intern, um, sat down at a computer and started downloading data, and then put that data up on Wikipedia pages, people's private information, their home addresses of, of senators, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's that easy to walk into Congress and, and do this. And, and spy agencies around the world that say, "Wait a second, this group of Pakistani uh, people without background checks got in and downloaded terabytes of data on on these 44 Democrats, including people on." Intelligence Committee and other important committees, um, all this incredible data, and, and probably that data was then sold to, to Pakistani intelligence uh, based on mm-hmm. sources I have. Um, so it's wide open. Can't we go in there and do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's, and that's, the, that's where this gets oh, really bad. Hire this these does people. Affect us. Yeah, yeah. Now, the guy that uh, walked into um, uh, a, um, an office and did the doxing, I think that was that Mad Maxine Waters's. Uh, intern? I, I Honestly, I don't know whose senator it was. That hasn't been reported, and I haven't been able to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that, that it was some uh, prominent uh, Democrat, this person worked for this very prominent Democrat. Now, I know most of this stuff happens under Democrats because they, you know, they don't believe in law and order anyway, and, uh, you know, who knows whether they um, do this and just try to have the aura of deniability as though it was just some sort of accident or whether these things are actually accidental because they are just that stupid. So what's your take? Are they wicked or are they stupid? Or if it's a combination, you know, maybe try to give us a percentage breakdown. <laughs> Well, it's a pretty big com- a combination because you know, these guys, these Pakistani guys, uh, they actually fit into a couple of pools of protected people, according to Democrats. You know, they're, they're first-generation immigrants. Im- Imran Awan got here on a visa lottery and, and took his family oh, here. Oh, visa lottery, okay. <laughs> and, that's, yeah, so that's, and, and they're also they're, they're Muslim-American. They put them in another box of being a protected uh-huh. So though, right away they saw them as someone they had to protect instead of, wait a second, oh, okay. like anyone else, let's actually vet them. Yeah. Now, Frank, do you remember... Uh, back when we were at war with Germany, do you remember that pool of protected Nazis that we couldn't we we couldn't look at? <laughs> well, I'm not old enough to remember them personally, but historically, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and another thing that they went after Trump uh, on, you know, it's like everything the man says, they try to pick it apart. And th- again, this is provable. Today is the 35th anniversary of the 1983 bombing. Um, of the uh, Marine barracks and Hezbollah, who was responsible for that, Trump stated that in this caravan that's marching on our nation, that mixed in 
there were some uh, Middle Eastern bad guys. And I've known for many, many years that Hezbollah has uh, training camps in South America. Yeah, I've been on that border um, quite a bit, uh, especially in Texas. And it's you know, what was even environmentally happening. The, the, the ground is disgusting, what's, what's being left. But I, I saw, I mean, just walking around, I saw chases going on and helicopters going over my head and running into people. It, it's, it's chaos on that border, uh, which is unfortunate for the people there and unfortunate for the people who are, are being coyoted across because they have to pay actual drug smugglers to bring them across. So by, by allowing open borders, we're actually allowing drug smugglers to make even more money. So we're funding the bad guys. It's just the ethical thing mm-hmm. to do is to have, have a real migration pro- uh, immigration process where they can legally go through this, where they can't just illegally cross the border. Yeah. Yeah. And for those that say, you know, a lot of times, you know, people like you write books. I talk about this stuff on radio and TV and uh, and, and, and write articles about it. And one of the things they often say, oh, y'all, you guys are engaging in conspiracy theories. And, you know, here's a quote from the Bible. OK, this is 2000 years old from the book of Luke. And they watched him and sent forth spies which should feign themselves just men that they might take hold of his words so they might deliver him unto the power and authority of the governor, okay? And for the unreligious out there, you can we can cite Sung Tzu, okay? 2,500-year-old uh, book. Uh, the greatest victory you ever win is the victory when you do not have to fire a shot, okay? And the value of spies. I mean, we, you know, share with the audience, you know, how it is that, this is so real and so present, but yet and still they are made to think that we're overreacting when this is historically uh, what happens between nations. It always has, right? And it, every, a lot of companies and governments out there want to spy on our congressmen and elected officials to find out what they're voting on, where their money is going. I mean, we give a lot of money to Pakistan right now. They might want to affect that in some way. So it, for them to be spying and us to be spying on another country for, for all, it's, it's normal. Um, but we should be protecting ourselves. If they're allowed to undo, have undue influence on a politician because they have their emails, and a lot in this case, they probably, uh, the emails of these 44 Democrats was probably given to the Pakistani intelligence. Can they then go in and, and force one of these politicians to vote a different way or to allocate more money a different way or to do something that would affect them that then would affect our freedom and our money and so on? I mean, it's, it's all connected. So for us to say this is no big deal, these people just were guilty of bank fraud, let's like make it all go away as quickly as possible, which is what occurred when, it, and unfortunately, there's so much more to this, um, leaves us wide open to these kind of effects that can then affect our own freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, are there any people on the horizon that you see? Because, you know, many people are so upset with uh, Sessions because, as you accurately point out, the uh, Department of Justice has been uh, hiding uh, not only this, but they, they hide an awful lot. And you would expect that. In, well, maybe you wouldn't expect it, but in the environment, the way things have been, been going the last 10 years is to be expected when Democrats are in power that they would hide Democrat malfeasance. But... Now, for two years, we've had Jeff Sessions, okay? So what is going on is, you know, I I don't know why Trump doesn't just fire the guy, all right? But who on the horizon could Trump replace Sessions with or, you know, why he hasn't fired uh, Rosenstein or Mueller? And there are a lot of characters that 
have ties back to the Obama administration. And for, for the life of me, and I don't often say I, don't, I can't figure out why. I don't say that often because I usually do figure it out. But for the life of me, Frank, I cannot figure out why, in this case, Donald Trump has not cleaned house. And if he did clean house, who would he replace? Who would be replaced and who would he replace them with? Yeah, well, personally, I mean, it's, it's time for Sessions to go. Um, and, I, and I just based on the wins, I'm feel, I think he's probably waiting. Trump's probably waiting for this midterm election uh, to then let Sessions go. And it, he's a damaged guy. He's, he's an establishment guy. Um, he's not going after all of these kind of scandals that have occurred. Um, he's allowing these cover ups to continue to occur. Uh, he needs to be fired. And, you know, a few years ago, I would have said a guy like Chris Christie, who, who was willing oh, to take on and, and walk in there and just <laughs> kick things over and be, you know, get very Trumpian about these kind of. I don't know that he's the right guy anymore. He's been damaged, but on his own behalf. But someone like that, like a Trump who was willing to go in there and be very politically incorrect and actually mm-hmm. say things and expose things, that would just be, wow, what a breath of fresh air that would be for America. Oh, yeah, yeah. You talk, a breath of, I mean, Trump is a breath of fresh air, you know? But uh, now who has been, you, you, you said that there were some guys in the Freedom Caucus, and, um, you know, my own personal congressman is Dave Bratt. He's a prominent member of the Freedom Caucus, a um, the only economist in Congress and a seminarian to boot. And Jim Jordan, oh, I love Jim Jordan. It, you know, did you know that guy was undefeated in wrestling in college for four years? <laughs> I, I sure did, actually. And, and uh, he, he he tells it like it is. If he was in, part, in the Department of Justice, wow, what would happen? He would just scare them. What you would see in the Washington Post at that point, because they would just do anything they could to take him down, because yeah. he, would, he would just go after it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what we need. That's, I mean, that's what we need. I'm praying that he somehow gets a uh, hold of the speakership. And, um, you know, the, uh, the, um, the swamp is already touting uh, McCarthy, okay, who's, you know, establishment all the way. And uh, I'm not asking you to weigh in on that. But anyway, uh, your book, who else, uh, who else has received well, what you write about spies in Congress, so we can uh, at least give them credit for doing so. You know, actually, Fox and a lot of a lot of places have talked about it. It's been it's it's out there. It's just it's not getting the media. It, it really should be the cover. Up, unfortunately, was very affected from the Department of Justice. Their their plea deal as they did, where they literally exonerated him in there, even though I, it can prove and the, the fact. Well, they exonerated who? They exonerated Imran Awan and his, and his oh, team. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and by doing that, they covered this all up and allowed Debbie Washman Schultz and these other Democrats to walk away from something that they really should be prosecuted for. I mean, the, the theft that has gone on here, the, the, how wide open they that, that care about, I mean, paying these people these huge salaries for all these years, a lot of them not showing up. There's just there's so much to this thing, the spying that definitely occurred, very provably occurred. Uh, it, it's just outrageous that this is all allowed to be just Put, a, put aside so quickly, and by a Department of Justice run by, right now, by the Trump administration, by, well, with Sessions. Yeah, yeah. So, look, maybe I'll send Trump a memo. Uh, he needs to tap you on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's called him Rene Wong, the, the Pakistani mystery man, and he's, he seems well aware of what, what's occurred. Um, and I'm hoping then, after a new attorney general comes in, I hope, after this election, um, they're a bit stronger. Yeah, yeah. God knows we need it. You know, um, you know, I was quoting uh, another Bible verse earlier where, where uh, this is from the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 17, I believe, that two things God hates would be for the innocent to get away and for the 
well, for the guilty to get away and for the innocent to be charged. And we seem to have a whole lot of that going on. And uh, now, before I let you go, would you like to comment any on the uh, attempt by the deep state to take this president down, uh, you know, the, and they, they have a real Russia collusion with Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Uranium One, $140 million uh, donated to the Clinton Foundation by this pass-through Canadian company. Um, and Obama on a hot mic uh, saying to the whole world, although he thought he was saying it to Medvedev, you know, literal, literal actual collusion with Putin and Donald Trump, they have fake collusion, and half the country thinks Trump is guilty and Obama and Hillary are innocent. Yeah, there have been so many times as a reporter doing stories where I'm, I'm in a congressional hearing or a Supreme Court covering something, and I'm sitting next to the Washington Post and AP and, and, and talking to these people. Um, when you talk to them privately, I mean, I'll ask them questions. Like, so, Al, you're actually going to write about this, Fast and Furious, or whatever the scandal is going on at the time. Um, and they'll actually privately just kind of snicker and laugh and tell you the truth. Well, that's not really a part of our narrative. We're pushing this narrative over here. And, you know, and sometimes I would just wish I, I'd wow. put on a, a, a little camera and get them and be, be that kind of guy. I'm just not that kind of uh, reporter. But, um, well, they it know works it, for it, James O'Keefe. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, well, the type of reporter that you are, you are invaluable, sir. You do uh, so much and uh, you write so well. And uh, now one thing before I let you go for the young male listeners in our audience, please share with them why you have written and you've written so many books about manhood. Please, can't let you go without you sharing that with the audience, because we live in a time where uh, Donald Trump brought the big onions to the political scene, and, you know, a lot of people really don't get it. Yeah, well, basic honor is under attack. I mean, gentlemen ideas are under attack. And the basic reason for that is that they see anyone, I mean, reality as a way of growing up conservatives, right? Deal with real things. That's what a man does. That's what grows a gentleman. And so the other side sees that, the progressive left sees that and says, huh, um, that's a constituency that votes against us, those strong stand-up men. So what can we do? We have to destroy men. We have to destroy actually masculinity, manliness itself. We have to attack that and, and, and destroy it and, and just take the definition of it and scramble as much as we can to mix them up and confuse them and destroy manliness because they're a political constituency that votes against us. We can't have that real American mm -hmm. male voting against us. So that's what's really occurred. It, it, it's sad. You see it in academia, and I see it when I visit colleges. Uh, you, see, you see it all over the place, especially in mainstream media now where we're being a man is just derided and is put down and is called something much less than it is. I mean, being a gentleman is a stand-up guy who protects women. And any man who, has to, who puts down women in order to prop up his own ego, well, he's too insecure and weak to be a real man anyway. That's not what a man is. Wow, that's, uh, that's a brilliant analysis. Uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate that. And, folks, you've got to go to this man's website. Uh, get these books. If you have a millennial uh, at home, buy one of these manhood books. Uh, for your millennial, and uh, it, it would make a great Christmas present or a great present at, at any time. And uh, in this latest book, again, uh, Spies in Congress, where can folks get it, Frank? Oh, it's at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, really wherever books are sold. Oh, okay. All right. Any other websites, what, frankminnerter.com, any other places where folks can reach out to you? 
Well, you can find my articles at Fox News. At, I write a lot for National Review, and I write a lot for the NRA. Oh, okay. Great, great. Well, all right. Well, listen, it's been great having you. I promise you we're not going to let another four years pass before we have you back again to share with folks here on The Really Real Deal. God bless you, brother. Thank you. All right. Bye now.